Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Wisconsin's been a real leader when it comes to organic production of all types for quite a little while, but what is that market looking like in 2022? I want to talk about it a little bit today. Erin Silva is along with us. She's a coordinator of the upcoming Organic Grain Winter Conference, January 28th and 29th on the UW-Madison campus. She is also one that keeps a very close eye on uh, the momentum of organic production. So, Aaron, let's talk a little bit. You know, everybody is about supply chain disruptions and things that have been happening. Give me a little perspective on organic grain marketing and organic grain markets as a whole. Have things evolved or changed very much in the past year's time? Uh, thank you for having me, Pam. Um, the organic grain sector is, is really an exciting sector on the ag landscape, and particularly in Wisconsin, where we've been a leader in organic for, for years. We have about 1,500 organic farms and continue to, to grow that number. And when we look at organic grain, um, you know, the, the uh, challenges that have faced uh, ag in general over the past year or so with COVID, um, organic hasn't been immune. Um, certainly there's transportation challenges. Um, there's been challenges with respect to labor. But when you look at the demand for organic and the prices, that's where we see some really exciting positive trends. And not just from the perspective of local grains or specialty grains, and, and there's some real exciting things happening there, but also from the commodity grain side of things. Um, and when we look at the 10-year projections, um, things have grown and things will only continue to grow. And, and with respect to prices, things are pretty excited, exciting on that front as well. You know, and we're not just seeing this limited, this enthusiasm limited to just the farmers. Uh, there's been some big names in food production, namely uh, General Mills, that have put their money where your mouth will be in purchasing land, primarily to convert it toward organic production, correct? Yes, and I think that certainly is a reflection on the, the recognition that this market is only going to continue to grow and consumers are increasingly interested in organic products. Uh, General Mills is the um, parent brand, I guess, of uh, Annie's, and, and they're seeing growth in, in that sector of the market. I mean, we know Annie's mac and cheese, but I mean, the, the Annie's uh, line of products is continuing to grow with other snack foods, and we need organic raw product to, to be able to, to make those products and put them on the grocery store shelves. You know, you talk about the optimism that we're seeing by farmers, by the industry as a whole, but boy, I'll tell you, Aaron, it is still a struggle for farmers that are accustomed to traditionally marketing conventional grain, going to the elevator, you know it's a ready market. Boy, working your way around trying to find contracts for organic grain is still a little bit of a trick. It is. I mean, uh, organic production in and of itself is, is not necessarily easy. It's certainly doable, and we can manage organic grain crops so that they're uh, the, the, the weeds don't become an issue, we don't see insect issues, and we certainly can get you know, really respectable yields on those crops, but marketing is a challenge as well. You, you're not able to just go to the local co-op and drop off those crops. There's other considerations with respect to finding folks to help you market, um, the potential of you know, needing on-farm storage and drying facilities. So there's a lot to consider, and, and that's one of the reasons why we're spending a lot of time talking about marketing at the Organic Gearing Conference at the end of the month. 
So tell me about the Green Conference. What kind of an audience do you generally attract, Aaron? And is it stacking up a little bit differently this year compared to previous? Yeah, we're, we will see what this year brings. Um, you know, in the past, we've gotten you know, a really um, wide range of folks that come to the conference, which makes for a great audience and, and great peer-to-peer, farmer-to-farmer learning. We have people from all over the, the Midwest um, coming from not only Wisconsin, but Minnesota, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa. And there's folks that have been successfully growing organic grain crops for 30 years. But there's also people that are just interested in thinking about transitioning to organic. There's folks that are doing both organic and conventional on the same farm. And there's people that are new to organic. So we have a wide range of people and a wide range of farm sizes. Organic isn't just limited to our small farms. We have farms that are are doing several thousand acres of organic and doing it well. Again, we're talking with Erin Silva. She is the organizer for the upcoming Organic Grain Conference. It's going to be January 28th and 29th on the UW-Madison campus. And again, remember uh, that this is a a -a once-a-year opportunity. It's not like these kinds of workshops pop up randomly, Erin. I suppose the next one for Wisconsinites would be the Moses Conference in La Crosse, huh? Yep, that's another great opportunity for farmers to learn more about how to produce organic grains or if they're already doing organic grain production to learn some more tips and tricks to to do it even better. And at that event, we're doing a whole one-day organic university uh, workshop on organic weed management with uh, Dr. Joel Groover down at uh, Western Illinois University. So going real in-depth on how to manage weed successfully on organic farms. We were mentioning the intrigue that some farmers are finding in the organic market. Tell me a little bit more about the sense of momentum you're getting from the grower meetings you've been involved in, Erin. Yeah, um, I was uh, actually just at the Department of Ag's Organic Advisory Council, and I tell you, I haven't heard as much excitement from organic farmers for quite a few years with respect to market growth and prices. Um, The corn prices have stabilized probably at about $9 a bushel, Um, and when we look at the organic soybean sector, boy, is that an area of growth. Um, It seems like we're going to be short for product this next year, so uh, people are already looking at doing some contracts for soybeans, and those contracts are ranging $30 to $40 a bushel. So there's definitely um, some opportunities there on the organic soybean front. Um, Organic soybeans aren't necessarily easy to grow, but again, there's ways to do it successfully that we can look at getting yields that are in the range of uh, conventional yields. Long-term research at the University of Wisconsin shows that we can typically, um, in good years, reach about 95% of conventional yields, even in in wet years where it's harder to get in the field, 75% of conventional yields. So when you do the math there and and think about the uh, different inputs that you need and the cost of inputs, um, it's looking, looking pretty good on the balance sheet. You know, we talked about how farmers may struggle a little bit to get their arms around marketing their organic crop. We really are trying to meet needs of two different markets, conventional food, or shall I say organic food, and then we've got organic livestock as well. Help me understand how tools are coming together, Aaron, to hopefully make it a little easier for those organic growers to discover new market opportunities. 
Yeah, there's there's more and more people that are involved in the organic market, so that that certainly makes it easier to to be able to um, be able find the folks that that are able to uh, to help with marketing. Um, o Farm is is one organization that helps with organic grain marketing. There's some you know larger players here in the state, such as DeLong's, that does a significant amount of organic grain marketing. Um, on our website, we have uh, which is um, O Grain. Um, if you Google O'Grain, uh, Wisconsin, UW, you'll be able to find our website. We have some links and are able to, to help uh, do some matchmaking with marketing. So you know, as the market continues to expand and, and that product is needed, there's more and more people getting involved that, that can uh, help with that challenge that you mentioned is, is not uh, an insignificant barrier to entering uh, organic grain. You know, I am curious. We hear a lot about blockchain in agriculture and how more and more food processors are going to be uh, kind of demanding more and more traceability. This also plays into the hands of the organic grower, does it not? It does, uh, and it's it's been a... um uh, really a hot issue in organic, particularly because um, you know, as, as people see opportunity in the organic market, there's always the risk of bad players entering that market. And we want to make sure that organic farming, um, when the consumers are getting organic products, they're able to be confident that, that what they're getting is, is truly USDA certified organic, that that the product that they're they're buying and investing that money into is has really been um, grown with the expectations that they have for that product. So, I'm um, looking at traceability. Um, you know, not only from the food safety aspect, from that organic integrity aspect, has been increasingly important to again make sure that organic is um, holding true with respect to its standards and that organic farmers are getting rewarded for their efforts. Well, if we've inspired you to take another look at organic grain production in 2022, Aaron's going to be able to help you out with some of the inside knowledge and networking that you might find valuable. Again, remember, the Organic Grain Conference is coming up January 28th and 29th on the UW-Madison campus. It's $100 for the full conference, so that is not much at all. And uh, you should register as soon as possible. As she said, maybe the best way to do it is either go to our website, MidwestFarmReport.com, where we've got it posted or else uh, look for O'Grain Organic Winter Conference Wisconsin and I'm sure that those keywords will help to get you there as well. Aaron Silver along with us. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.